Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this episode of Taking the Road Less Traveled Through a Disrupted World with David Irvin and myself, Allie Stone. podcast is to have open-hearted, real conversations about our authentic journey through this disrupted time in our world. And we also feel that what we learn from this journey will be able to apply to an emerging new world when we come out the other side. In our commitment to make a difference to difference makers, we want to use this podcast to explore what's happening in this time in our lives and as well as what's happening in the lives of those of you who are committed to making a difference making a difference the authentic way. Now, David's mission is to connect leaders to their authentic selves, which inspires and enables them to have a meaningful impact on their organizations, communities, and even their families. David says leadership at its core is about influence and it has nothing to do with our titles or the letters behind our names or even the sizes of our offices. Leadership is about the capacity to inspire others to action. It truly is about making a difference. And Allie Stone has joined me on this journey as she has a deep understanding of what it means to lead authentically. She has spent the last 15 years of her career exploring what caring leadership looks like and how organizations can be built from the heart and still be truly successful. For Allie, leadership is life. She believes anything involving human connection is all interconnected in the experience of living. And she is passionate about working with other leaders who are inspired to create something similar. It is her belief that sharing her lessons will help other leaders gain deeper insights and understanding. And we are, as always, very honored and excited to be here doing this podcast with all of our amazing listeners. So, um... First of all, I just want to check in with you, Dave. How are you doing today? <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's great. We we just have so much on the go right now. We're we are uh, you know revising our website, and we're running this. We're in full swing in our master class, and we're getting set up for the nether, for the next master class in the new year. Not to mention just the ongoing uh, challenges. We're asked to come in and do uh, live streaming presentations. <laughs> So yes, there's just a lot going on and it's just, it's a really good busy. It's very productive. I always ask myself when I'm busy, is this a good busy? But this is definitely good. We are building something really special. I'm very very fulfilled. It feels like we're really aligned with what we're meant to be doing. And it's just continually just such an honor to, to, to uh, work with you, Allie. Well, I thought I'd check in because this has been interesting um, in my weekly strategy meetings with our senior leadership team at Original Joe's. I've been doing a one word check in with them. And um, it's very interesting as to how it kind of changes the energy, even across a Zoom meeting with 18 people. So, you know, you'll get everything from excited and confident to not quite grounded today, right? And you kind of get all of this kind of interesting, but you really know where everybody's at before you start a meeting. So I thought I'd check in with you today anyway. (laughs) Well, I would say I'm fulfilled would be one word for me. And, you know, it speaks to the trust that you build with your leadership team, that they will be straight with you and that they they go beyond being polite and that they're real. And it, you know, we'll, uh, we'll speak to that in, in uh, future sessions about how you have built that kind of team. Incredible. 
What's your word today? I don't know. I was just going to come up with one for it. I think I would say that I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful a lot, but I'm definitely grateful today for uh, my health and my family and my team and everybody around me. So I'm just feeling, I'm feeling a lot of love today. So that is a good place to be for a podcast. So let's get into this. I thought today, so um, if you listened in last week, we spoke about authentic communication and we talked about how, you know, um, to have an authentic communication, you had to have two things. You had to have respect and you had to have honesty. And without both of those, you weren't authentically communicating. And then David and I listened to the podcast and we were like, did we make that sound too easy? Because <laughs> it's not, it's not like it, you, it's a walk in the park. So we wanted to kind of come back this week and give you kind of a, a round two of authentic communication because it's very easy to become stuck or feel challenged when we're trying to communicate, uh, especially with those we, we really care about <laughs> authentically. Um, and so I thought we could just dive into that a little bit today and um, talk about what that looks like for each of us and maybe give our listeners a little strategy on how to handle that. What do you think, David? Yes, perfect. Sounds okay. great. Awesome. Because I, 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 you know, it's it's easy when you teach and when we do these podcasts, it's easy to make it sound easier than it is because mm -hmm. that's our job is we, we try to make it sound simple and easy and it isn't easy sometimes. So let's take a look at some of the challenges and roadblocks that can come up against in communication. Um, one might be that we end up in a relationship where there isn't respect. Mm. Okay. And that's probably a topic for another day that we'll probably do a whole podcast just on that is how to deal with people who are not respecting you. You know, there's one thing I can offer people is, you know, trust and I can help people communicate and I can help people plan. But you know what I can never do is that I can never give people goodwill and respect for each other. That's a decision that people have to have for each other. And if that isn't there, that you just simply can't have interdependence and you can't really have communication. And sometimes you have to exit a relationship. And when, when the flight attendant you know, tells you where the exit sign is, that's at the beginning of the flight and every relationship needs an exit. You don't focus on the exit, you don't threaten to go to the exit, but you always know that it's there as a backup because without an, without an exit, you're gonna suffocate. And uh, so- Can I it, that? So do you want to ask something about that? Yeah, I just want to say something before you go past that, because that's actually, I'm not sure what other people think. So I just want to throw this down because this might intrigue you. But I don't think that way when I get into a relationship. I don't um, necessarily realize that there's an exit. And I have been guilty of staying in some relationships in my life too long without being aware that there could be a potential exit. Well, you know, I'm not... I'm not suggesting that we sit and focus on the exit. You know, some of us live in very fulfilling relationships. And the last thing in our mind is we're thinking of this, you know, I think of my relationship with my wife, we're here, we're lifers, we're going to be in this forever, for as right. long as we're around. Uh, but I always know that as a worst case scenario, that if we need to get out of this, if I needed to exit out of this relationship, um, that it that we would that I that I can do that and it's it's a sense of self-respect um, that we will not compromise none of us 
would compromise being disrespected. Right. Or, you know, that we have to have a point where I will not go past this point in a relationship. Right. Or I will know that as a case, as a worst case scenario, I can get out of here. So maybe we're talking about a podcast on boundaries now. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. We'll just keep writing these topics down and we'll come back. Okay. Yeah, well, sorry, there's another podcast. There's another podcast. <laughs> so, so you might run into a, a sense of, of, uh, where there's disrespect. And, and again, that's an, that's pro that could very well be an exit strategy, but initially it can be about saying, you know what, I, I won't be disrespected. And again, that's a boundary issue. So that's one of the challenges that you can come up against in an authentic, in, in authentic communication. Another challenge that you might run up against is the fact that there's just uh, no communication on the other side. And that people aren't, you know, you can communicate, but it's not coming back. It's not reciprocated. And I think then there's a real um, chance to say, are we making it safe for other people to really open up? Or do we get defensive when they start to challenge or trick when something in me gets triggered? And how do you get triggered in a way of staying grounded so that you can listen and be empathic? And really hear what they're saying without getting, even if you may not agree with them, or even if you might feel attacked by them, because, you know, not everybody's heard the podcast, not everybody's been to the course. Mm -hmm. So you have to take the higher ground as an authentic person to say, I'm going to stay authentic with myself, even though I may not feel it's authentic backwards. There may not be honesty backwards, they may not feel safe, or they may be starting to disrespect me in which case I need to set a boundary, but they may not be as skillful as we'd like them to, as our, you know, we may be with right. in a relationship with someone who's not as skillful in communicating to us. So it's really important to stay grounded. And so, so my question is, because I know this, what do you do, right? So you're, you're trying to communicate, you are kind of giving this everything you can in a relationship and trying to have that honesty and that respect and, and come across in a way that's authentic but the other person on the other side just isn't able to either hear you or um, understand maybe. How do you handle that situation? Cause I like, I'm like, yeah, I know this, I've been here. I don't, I don't know what I've done to get through it in a successful way yet. That's actually helped me. Well, when I have my wits about me, what I'd like to be able to do is stop and listen. If all else fails, stop and listen. And if the other person isn't ready to open up at that point, and what we're going to say is going to either be disrespectful or dishonest, then it's probably best to just separate temporarily. And when I say, even when I say exit, it doesn't mean that we're exiting permanently, but we can exit a conversation as well. We don't have to expose ourselves to disrespect mm -hmm. um, just because, you know, the other person happens to be highly emotional right now or highly charged. But if all else fails, um, and I won't even say this is a last resort, but if you're stuck, generally the best response is to stop and listen and to really say, you know what, can you help me understand what it is you would like me to understand? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really wanting to know that. And as you know, as Steve Covey used to say, seek first to understand before you get understood. And we have to really put some of our highly emotionally charged 
uh, state aside and words that we want to use. And we have to be mature enough to set that aside and really put ourselves in their place and exercise some empathy. And generally speaking, um, that will overcome a lot of impasses that we can come up with. and then clarify, what are you really saying and feel with another person and be empathic toward another person, right? And, and show, show concern. Um, and we, it doesn't mean that we agree or disagree. It's about being understood and valued and heard and felt like you, you're making an impact. Mm-hmm. And that's usually an important tool to use when you're in any kind of an impasse. This is so interesting that you bring this up right now because, um, well, as you know, I'm halfway through my certification for um, coaching and I'm being coached all the time, right? By people in the class and we kind of do these round robins and we're always uh, talking to each other and it's very like highly interactive program. And um, I remember last week after I got off of our call, I was so impressed of the people in the class of their capacity now to listen from when it first started and the things that they will hear in whoever is the subject of that coaching that day as compared to when we first started. So I've always taught this in my leadership workshops in Original Joe's. Our listening is a learned skill as well. So, you know, to say, oh, I'm not a listener or whatever. No, you can totally learn how to do this. This is um, something you have to choose to focus on and hone in on. But I guess what I'm getting at is that when I'm in the center of that round robin or or even just individual one-on-one coaching, um, and I have somebody who truly listens to me, that is such a gift. <laughs> you feel completely different. You feel so calm and confident in the conversation. You feel like you've been heard in a way that you don't get every day. And so could you imagine if more people in the world believed in focusing on listening and sharing this gift? That would be an incredible thing for humanity. Incredible. Yeah, and Allie, we, most people, I've talked to people who have PhDs who have spent you know, a good part of their adult life in university and never had a class in how to listen. And it's so fundamental. And, you know, the other, the other thing is you can really help people teach you how to listen. Help me. If you don't feel like I'm listening to you, help me with that. I, and give me some positive reinforcement when you do feel listened to. And let me know. Give me some f- corrective feedback when you feel like I'm jumping in and I'm, I'm listening to be understood rather than listening to understand. Because oftentimes I'm rehearsing my rebuttal while you're talking rather than just relaxing and, f- and really listening and, and allowing what your words and your emotions impact me. I had no idea that um, this program was going to do that for me, but it's really, what it's really trying to do is peel back all the ingrained layers and stop these kind of automatic habits, right? Of like, they're really teaching us not to create that response and to really relax. And I try to do that on the podcast with you. (laughs) And then sometimes I don't have a response and I'm like, oh, we're taping. (laughs) So I kind of get back in my head about it, but it's such a fun thing to practice 
because when you're responding from your heart and you're listening and you're responding from your heart, from what that other person said, that interaction all the way around is so much more meaningful. And then I guess that just brings us back to authentic communication and we're there, but um, it's just such a better experience of this interaction with somebody else, right? Well, maybe there's a third component because we talked about honesty and respect and maybe it's a triad. Mm. And maybe that third component is listening and empathet being empathetic. Yeah. Um, because that's so integral to the whole notion of communication. It's so, it's so two ways. Is there a short story about what you're learning about listening in your coaching class? I know that this podcast is not about coaching, but is there a short story about what you're learning or the impact of really being listened to what that has on people? Do you want to say more about that, Allie? Well, uh, right now, because I'm, I, when I'm in class, I'm a student. So I sit in that role. And so what I can tell you is the impact on myself is incredible. So when one of the coaches uh, really slows down and stops formulating a response and completely listens to what I'm saying and only responds to what I indicate, um, yeah, it's just a feeling like I've never had before. <laughs> and so, you know, you leave that and you're, uh, more confident in yourself. You're, you're, um, not, you're less likely to fall into those negative thought patterns because I think for me anyway, sometimes those negative thought patterns come because I'll have had an interaction with somebody and I'll be like, did they even hear what I said? Or, um, do you think they even understood? And then you start to get in your head about it. Right. <laughs> and so like, sometimes things can spiral out of control that way too. But I think, um, the impact on, like, that's how I can define it right now is the impact on myself personally. It's just open heart. I feel like I can share with you. I'm not afraid. I'm okay with being vulnerable with you. It's a very uh, comforting and safe place to be in when you get that from somebody. You can tell they're deeply listening and care. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you're looking for, but. Totally. No, no, that hits it on the, on the head. So what are we saying? In summary, if we're in an impasse, it's always best or usually best to just stop and, and listen and be empathic. And it can unplug from that, that old pattern to just really tune in and hear what someone's saying. And if they're saying something that's creating a trigger in us, that's getting us defensive, it's best to just continue to be curious without this need to defend ourselves, without the need to be right, and without the need to agree, but really understanding first. And then you can always take whatever time you need to step back and assess and evaluate. Is this something I want to respond to? How do I want to respond? Because if, if we go with our, I, I just know when, if I go with my impulse and I go with my emotions, um, if it's a strong negative emotion, I usually shoot myself in the foot. Mm -hmm. And I usually create defensiveness when it's not needed. And I usually create a, a, a destructive argument uh, that's not needed. And sometimes I just need to step back. And sometimes, you know, I think that's the other thing is, and, and maybe that's again a, to a topic for another podcast, but I don't think a good healthy argument is bad. As long as it's a respectful argument, and as long as both of us are on the same level, and that and that we're not diminished, um, 
or even if you some of the words are diminishing, that at least it's 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 shared diminishment and mm-hmm. that it's shared disrespect, and then it moves you eventually toward more connection. Because sometimes you just gotta have a good argument, as long as it's a respectful argument. Right. Yeah, I struggle with conflict. You know that <laughs> you know that about me. It's my it's my hard place, but um, I love conflict as long as it's not mine. I, I love helping somebody else with their conflict. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess I think what I might say there too, and just kind of wrapping that all up is that we don't need to take shortcuts with this. When we're talking about authentic communication, like take your time, take, take a step back if you need to, take a breath. It's okay to, you know, take some time to respond. That was one of the greatest lessons I learned early in a very fast paced, busy career when, you know, I'd have 40 people coming at me with issues plus guests and whatever else was happening in the building. And I felt the need to respond while pretty quick, my fuse was very short. And um, yeah, when I realized that these weren't life or death situations that they could wait five, 10, even 30 minutes, my life completely changed. So I think that that's very powerful too. Mind the gap. That was fun, Allie. Thanks to all our listeners for hanging in there and showing up with us. And, uh, and, I, and we hope that uh, we've offered you something uh, to, to reflect on. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of The Other Everest. It's our mission to continue to bring you engaging, heartwarming, and inspiring content. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, please feel free to visit davidirvin.com at any time, as we would love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate it or subscribe or simply share the episodes with people you know who would also enjoy this conversation. Authentic leaders create ripples in time. Those ripples extend to generations yet unborn. And it's not just impact in the here and now, but impact in here and forever. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of this journey with us. Until we meet again. Thank you.